This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 26, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. Does a federal executive agency have the power to decide which churches or religious nonprofits have their freedom of expression burdened by Obamacare? In the Cato Institute's new brief in the case of Little Sisters of the Poor v. Burwell, the conclusion is no. Josh Blackman is one of the authors of that brief. We spoke yesterday. The Hobby Lobby case established that the federal government could not compel uh, certain organizations, a closely held family-owned company, to provide certain uh, contraception to its employees. So what were the results of that case and what is the case that, that, uh, that, that Cato has filed in? So after the Hobby Lobby decision, the federal government went back and said, okay, we can't force these religious organizations to pay for contraceptives, so let's try an accommodation, right? Let's do it like this. We will, the federal government pays directly to the um, insurance company, and the insurance company then provides the contraceptives to the employees. So effectively, the actual uh, religious organization doesn't pay a penny. But what changes is that the um, insurance contract, what's called an ERISA arrangement between the organization and the insurance company is amended. And the uh, religious organizations, for example, the Little Sisters of the Poor, these are an order of nuns, they say that they're complicit in sin because they're now contracting with an organization that provides, um, you know, these emergency contraceptives. And this, they claim, violates the religious liberty. What's the difference here? I mean, it seems like these are both very similar cases. Right. So the big difference in this case is whether the elimination of this intermediary, right, that now it's the insurance company paying for it rather than the employer, whether that still imposes a substantial burden on the religious beliefs of the nuns in this case. Even though they're not paying for it. Right. Even though they're not paying for it. Now, what I'd like to stress is that the brief that the Cato Institute filed, I authored it along with my good friend and colleague, Ilya Shapiro, our Cato brief doesn't address the question of whether this burdens a religious belief. Instead, our, uh, our brief views this as a case of administrative law gone wrong. So what do I mean by that? Congress wrote a statute, the Affordable Care Act, and all the statute says is that um, uh, HHS must define what preventive care means. In other words, all employers must provide preventive care to their employees. Okay, what's preventive care? We don't know. So HHS decided that that included all uh, FDA-approved contraceptives. Okay, so far, so good. Congress definitely allows the agencies to decide what preventive care is. But where they went awry is what happened after Hobby Lobby, right? After the finding that the uh, uh, that they couldn't force um, organizations to pay for it themselves, what happened? HHS created this accommodation. And under this accommodation, they decided that some religious organizations would just be exempted and others would have to go through this Rube Goldberg contraption of amending their insurance contract. So they said, if you're a church or a house of worship, you're exempted altogether. Your employees will not get these products. Your insurance contracts stay the same as they are. But if you're, say, a religious affiliated organization, let's take the Little Sisters of the Poor, um, this is an order of nuns. They take an oath to the Pope. Um, they are they are pretty Catholic, and there's not much of a doubt about that. But because they're not an official church, HHS treated them differently and said, okay, we won't exempt you. We will decide that because you're less worthy, you have to go through this accommodation route. What Cato argues is that the agencies don't have the power to pick and choose churches, yes, nuns, no, of who gets, an, uh, who gets to be exempted. 
This goes beyond what's called their interpretive authority. And, and even more so, last year in the Obamacare decision, King v. Burwell, uh, the Chief Justice, uh, in his opinion, which we at Cato don't like very much, but the Chief Justice's decision said that the Treasury Department doesn't have the expertise to interpret Obamacare in the way they did. We argue here very similarly that the Department of Health and Human Services lacks the expertise to decide which religious organizations are worthy of an exemption. And this is Little Sisters of the Poor, not a church. It is uh, a religiously affiliated nonprofit. Exactly. So the HHS defines church to be very narrow, basically a house of worship. But if you're a group of Catholic nuns who take a vow of obedience to the Pope, you're considered not religious enough. Um, and effectively what happens is the government says, well, we think the employees of a Catholic church are likely to also object to the contraceptive mandate. But we don't think the employees of the Little Sisters of the Poor are likely to object. I mean, this is, this is a very silly conclusion by the government and one that they absolutely lack the qualifications to make. What is the argument of Little Sisters of the Poor here? So the Little Sisters argue that the forcing them to change their insurance contract to work with uh, uh, these companies to provide contraceptives makes them complicit in sin. They argue that this violates their rights of free exercise under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Um, this is an argument that, uh, uh, for better or worse, the lower courts have rejected. Um, every lower court that has approached this question has said that no, this does not impose um, a substantial burden on free exercise. Um, the Cato brief takes a different position, says you don't need to go down that road. The threshold question is not whether it burns religion, but whether the agencies have the authority to act in the first place. And we hope the Supreme Court supplements what's called the question presented and considers this preliminary issue, which would avoid the need to go down the more complicated route of deciding uh, whether this burdens the uh, religious exercise of the nuns. Josh Blackman is an associate professor of law at the South Texas College of Law and author of Unprecedented, the Constitutional Challenge to Obamacare, you can read Cato's brief at our website, cato.org.